0: Hey, Johnny. How are you, sir? Good. How you doing? I'm all right. Cool. I'm all right. This is uh, my friend Johnny Kwan. I'm Leon Walker. And uh, we're just going to have a conversation. Um, so just uh, checking in with you. How did you wake up this morning? How you feel? Um,
1: I felt okay. I think I... Did a little boo boo last night by eating uh, late, and also what I ate wasn't the best. So maybe that's why my. What'd you eat? Uh, I, I ate a uh,
0: Popeyes. Oh my! Yeah, you know, yeah. The funny thing. I just saw this thing on. Someone posted this thing about Popeyes chicken. Like, like uh, they opened up their chicken, and there was like these maggots growing out of it. Oh, thanks. I just saw that yesterday, yeah. yeah. Well, you already ate it. It's already, it's over. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> and I just, you know. <laughs> but that right there makes me, I'll never eat Popeye. Yeah, I was
1: more worried about the gluten,
0: but now I have one more gross thing yeah. to worry about. That that made me wake up and go, like, I'm vegan forever now. Uh-huh. Because I, I, you know, I, I play around with being, you know, with vegan, you know. Yeah. Ever since my back surgery, I've been cutting out meat. A lot. Yeah. But uh yeah, I see more and more things that just disgust me about meat. And that was like one of them like oh god. Really?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like as much as I hear negatively about meat, like it's just a matter of time before I go back to having a
0: steak or Oh yeah, I mean I could never totally cut meat out. A steak like a well medium, well cooked charred steak is... You can't get much better than that in life. Yeah, you know. But it's not going to be like... I used to eat meat like five times, five, six times a day, you know, when I was like bodybuilding and competing. A day? A day. Like, how many ounces a day are you talking about? Like, I mean, everything was measured out. So I was eating a good 25, 30 ounces. I mean, not ounces, but uh grams of protein. So maybe... Four to, four to four to six ounces of meat. Well, that's not too bad. A meal. Yeah. So I, I was. I so you know, I'm eating five six. So you're eating a ton of meat a day. Yeah, that's a lot of meat. Yeah, that's a good amount of meat. Yeah, I think I do that now. Yeah, it's a lot of meat.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I think it depends. I mean, like, I hear this of course all the time on people. You know, have a heart attack or how bad it is for you, but I don't know man like I
0: eat eggs I eat meat um, For me it's inflammation i'm I'm not concerned you know because if you're eating grass fed like healthy meat lean meat even even like steak like fat fat isn't as bad for you as everybody like everybody wants you to believe right like, fat's not that bad for you as you eat what kind of yeah fat? exactly um Fat could be actually really good for you, really good for your brain, really good, like the right kinds of fats can yeah. be really good for you. So it's not really about that. It's always been about inflammation for me because uh-huh. when I hurt my back and I had to have back surgery and my leg went numb, um, I was just like, I my body is so inflamed. And of course it is because I'm eating so much meat. And that's when I start cutting out meat, and that's when my back start getting better. And that I could only equate that to uh, cutting out the meat and going. More. Did you uh, did
1: you like um, cut foods out and just you know go step by step and figure out what it might be, or did you? Because you might have been eating other foods while you were eating meat that caused. I
0: only cut out the meat.
1: Oh, so really? everything
0: else kind of stayed the same, because, and then once you cut that out, because I, you know, for a, a very long period of time, I've been living a really fairly healthy lifestyle. I mean, when I when I eat grimy, I know it, and it's a choice. Like, oh, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go eat in and out you know, to yeah. go eat this. So, yeah. but the majority of the time, I'm eating very clean. You know, even when I was, especially when I was like competing, like I was eating greens brown rice oatmeal meat fish steak I mean my diets have always been on point yeah yeah my nutrition programs have always been on point so,
1: yeah so yeah well maybe I'll have to ask you about that because I'm trying to get back into shape after that's having... yeah
0: that's thunder man that's crazy. that's why this weather
1: was so kind of yeah. Like, it was kind of cool. It's that thunder layer that keeps the uh, atmosphere cool, I think. I don't know. I'm just talking out of my butt. I'm acting like
0: I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. With what? The nutrition thing? Uh, with the thunder and maybe oh. even the nutrition thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: with things in general. I, mean, you, in don't home, hear, I try
0: to... you don't hear thunder very often in Southern California. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. I mean, it, it is an overcast.
1: No rain yet, though. Well, it
0: feels like it's going to rain a little bit, maybe, huh?
1: Yeah, well, thunder usually um, comes before rain, I think. Yeah? Yeah. I,
0: I don't know. I should know because I live in, uh, I mean, I'm from Seattle, but it's been so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Seattle. <laughs> Seattle, that's different. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Seattle's more, I don't really know that weather pattern, but I'm um, minding this. I like this setup you have here, back here, though. Yeah. It feels like we're in the middle of a forest.
0: The last of. person commented on this setup. Yeah. Oh, these Ian. trees all around you. Yeah, what's awesome about that's it? That's probably the only thing he enjoyed about uh, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that dude who? Uh... Yeah, the, my last guest, a comedian, that I podcast that we taped and I didn't put out.
1: Yeah, what happened?
0: Uh, I, mean, I mean, who was this guy? He's a co- he's a comic. Uh, he's a comic that uh, that we had a difference of opinion. We both have very strong opinions. I I tend to believe his opinion is fairly on the arrogant. I mean, the the ignorant side. Um, we got into a little bit of a beef on Facebook uh, about the Roseanne Barr uh, thing. He's like a diehard Roseanne Barr fan, um, and uh, you know, it. I called him a racist, kind of. I didn't really call. I, I didn't really call. Do you mean her. kind of? Well, I, I I said you might be a little racist. Oh, you know? okay. Okay. I, I said you might be a little racist if you you can't see why people are upset with this whole Roseanne Barr situation, um, or if you can't see why what she said was offensive. Uh-huh. And then he got all upset and then deleted me on Facebook and then I reached out to him and I was like, listen, I said you, I said there might be some disconnect here. Um, but if I, I'm not really, I wasn't really trying to insult you, but I mean, if the shoe fits, why don't you come on my podcast and we could talk about it. So we, we did a podcast on Monday and it wasn't, there was no like resolution. It was just two people kind of talking over each other. Uh-huh. Um, at one point I offered him, he, he was getting upset well, he was getting upset whenever I said anything. You know, he wasn't really wanting to hear my side of anything. Uh huh. So at one point, because he kept saying that I wasn't letting him talk, he literally talked through my entire podcast. I did nothing but let him talk. He so when he he kept saying that, I was like, okay, this guy just doesn't want to hear what I have to say. Oh, that's annoying. It was. It was. I mean, it was even more annoying because I was because I there were some technical difficulties. My computer went off. And the first half didn't get recorded, but I had the second half, so I, I listened to it to see if I wanted to put the second half out, and it was more annoying listening to it over. <laughs> isn't,
1: isn't, that, isn't that the real sin, is that they're annoying more than they're racist? It's like I don't mind hearing anyone's view, no matter how weird or far-fetched it is or seemingly hateful it is, but when that person expressing that view can't communicate or they don't know how to like listen, that's the, that's the scene. Like then it's like, no, just get out of my face. That's like.
0: exactly it. That. Yeah. It, I mean, I, 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 brought him on the podcast knowing that we were definitely going to clash, but I, I looked at it as, okay, this is a white guy that doesn't see himself as a racist. So maybe there, this could be like a learning kind of enlightening thing, a lightning experience, but because no, nope, because he didn't want to listen, and I couldn't talk or say what I wanted to say to him, and he wasn't gonna hear it anyways. It was so pointless. It was it was it was yeah. it was annoying. Yeah, it was annoying. Yeah, that was the 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 frustrating
1: thing about it. That's that should be the message to all the listeners out there. Like fear annoying, fear being annoying more than being racist.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, people are gonna have their own opinions, no matter what. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we 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 are programmed. I mean, you know, like we 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 do have we are brought up and oh, dude, this crazy thing happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. My one well, of my brother's friends, my brother's, I mean, my brother, my son is nine years old, and he plays Fortnite and one of his other friends nine year old said the N word is that
1: friend of his black nah how did he say it
0: he said what was like the situation he called something a nigga but something a n- yeah he okay. called something in the game a nigga
1: okay here's a question so, like so the the way you just said it yeah is without the R right does that somehow take the
0: edge off <sighs> It does, but a nine-year-old, bro, like, where are you getting that from? If you don't have any black friends, your parents are, like, what are you listening to? What, what are these kids, you know? What was? Well, yeah, good question. I mean, and
1: where does that come from? Exactly. Where do you think it comes from? Seriously, I
0: don't know, man. I'm still trying to. You think
1: it comes from pop culture?
0: It it must. Yeah, it has to. It has to. For 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 a nine year old kid that is white, has white parents, lives in Sherman Oaks, doesn't have a lot of black friends. It has to come from pop culture. And with these games, um, they play a lot of like Little Pump and all these hip hop songs, Uh like in the background of these games. Yeah. Like on YouTube and in these games. Oh, so really? these kids are picking this up and they're thinking that it's okay. And it's just it's that's, it's just it's just hilarious to me. That, yeah,
1: that's I don't know. I don't really play these games or know what's up with these kids world these days like what they're into, but
0: yeah, I'm forced to know because I have a 9-year-old and it's it's I like it. I like it, but then at the same time, it's like, how do you handle a situation like that? And my response was, okay, you're not allowed to play with this kid anymore. You know? But I'm now I'm thinking, like, was that the wrong response? Like, was that was there a teaching moment right there? Like, okay, you know, I don't know.
1: So how did you respond? I mean you
0: I just, mean how I responded was just like, all right, you're not playing with that kid no more.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I told my son, it's like you're not playing with that kid no more. He wants to use an N-word. We don't use an N-word. What
1: was you know, Jalen's response?
0: I mean, my son is very aware of like what's what's cool and what's not cool. Uh-huh. He's always been aware of it because I have a lot of crazy moments. And even when I cuss or when I say something I shouldn't say, my son is the first one to be like, don't say bad words. He's uh-huh. always been like that. Yeah. He's been like that. Since forever.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I think it's kind of raining right now. It is. Yeah. yeah. You're very intuitive because I would have been sitting in the rain. See. And you decided to sit right here. That was a very intuitive thing that you did there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wish I could, um, you know, play the Nostradamus. <laughs> but uh, it was just because this looked better and the view was better with these trees. So.
0: Ah, yes, yes, you when we were standing outside of the comic store, you did like the view, which is, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. But yeah, so my son has always been very aware of, of, of good and bad, which is good because his dad, me is a little on the crazy side. A lot of the time, not a lot of the time, but a lot of the time. Uh-huh. So, that's good. I'm so glad that I have a, a son that is very present and aware. Yeah. Of what kid? Other kids should be saying, and he seems like a really good kid. Yeah. Like he listens. He's solid. Yeah. Jalen is solid. I mean, very compared
1: grateful. to some kids I know, man.
0: I especially he's in Sherman Oaks. Kid. Especially in Sherman Oaks. I go to like the park. And just kids will just be running around, and a lot of them have, like, babysitters, and they'll just be cussing and running around and saying all kinds of crazy stuff. And I'll just be like, whose kid is this? Like, what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, J.J. is – he's definitely solid. But, yeah, so I I just said that he's not allowed to play with that kid anymore. But now that I'm talking about it, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I – Maybe that 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 moment isn't lost because I know this is one of Jay's friends. Maybe I could, you know, make this a teaching moment, like you know, tell your friend that your dad said that that's not appropriate, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You know? So all's not lost. I could, you know, I could still make that a teaching moment. It, 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 yeah,
1: I'm sure you'll have another opportunity. Yeah. Uh, Humanity is not about to just become enlightened overnight. So. No, it's not. Uh, you know. Don't worry about that one. Yeah, no I'm not it, was just,
0: it just, you know, brought that You know, just I just had You know, talking about the comic You know, just programming Things that just come in and we just Allow ourselves to be a part of You know? Yeah And it starts at a very young age You know? Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So what happened to that Podcast? Can I I need to see this
0: Yeah, you can listen to it um i think you'll have the same well here here's the thing so during the podcast well first of all i've been i'm i've decided to do all these things i've bought a camera i bought all this equipment for the podcast and i'm, le- and I'm not very tech savvy i'm not a very technical like guy that knows all this stuff so i'm learning as i go and Literally every time I've tried to do a podcast, I've either forgot to hook up my mic or forgot to turn something on or forgot to plug in something. Yeah, Something I forgot to do. And that's what <laughs> happened with the podcast. I forgot to plug it in. And then my computer went dead halfway into it. Uh-huh. So the first hour, and we were talking for a long time because we were just, <laughs> I, it, it, the time went by so fast because we are just... It was, I don't know. It, it was a conversation that I wanted to have, yeah. but it was just a frustrating conversation because there was no talking to him. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, so the first like 50 minutes got lost. And then when I plugged it in, I got the second half of it, second half, but here's what happened. So we put it on, I was Facebook in the whole thing. Uh-huh. Halfway into the conversation, halfway into the show, when he started to get upset, I offered him, I was like, hey, bro, like, you want to smoke? Like, you want to smoke? Maybe maybe that'll help. Uh I offered him some weed. Uh And he was like, yeah. (laughs) So I rolled up. We started smoking. Uh And that did help. I mean, it really, it calmed the whole vibe down.
1: Uh Things Uh were getting
0: tense, huh? Things were getting tense. Yeah. Things were getting tense. So yeah. At one point, I was like, "I told him to settle down," and then he was like, "Don't, don't tell me to settle down," and all this. Really, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it was getting kind of tense. It's on there. Like uh-huh. you can listen to that. Okay. Um, and uh, it did. It did exactly what weed does. Uh-huh. It was the peacemaker. Uh-huh. You know, it was the <laughs> peace pipe. Yeah. It's it settled the mood, and honestly, it made us realize that there was no more that we could do with that conversation and we switched the conversation and we started t- talking about flat earth around earth. Well, he started talking about it cause uh, I don't go in that rabbit hole. And he apparently loves talking about that, even though he doesn't have an opinion on whether the earth is flat or round, which is bananas to me. So it, I, I, I actually think that the, the it was a it was a i i was interested the whole time like there, it was an interesting hour and a half of my life whether it was a good podcast mm-hmm. i i don't know probably wasn't because we were just rambling on and on back and forth and talking over each other and talking about flat earth and whatever uh-huh. but it was interesting for me i kind of enjoyed myself um he was a very interesting person uh Very, he was funny. He was at, he was actually very funny because he was so strange. He was a strange human being, and that was funny to me. Um, flat earth, yeah, yeah, that (laughs) there to me is just,
1: I don't know, that's really weird, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean. No matter what people say about it, no, 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 you gotta hear it, you gotta hear him out, you gotta hear this theory, like no, really, you know, Kyrie Irving's a flat earth. It's just like you know, whatever, I don't need to even like waste my time like I don't know, right. if you're a flat earther, I'm probably never gonna be close friends with you,
0: yeah,
1: um but um yeah, I don't know. What did you think about that? I mean, isn't that isn't that kind of a you know, it, isn't that kind of like a red flag
0: like for me it is. When someone says that everything that we have been learning throughout the history of time is wrong and it's all a conspiracy and it's and we are all delusional. When someone s- starts talking like that, I'm like, okay, <laughs> This guy either smokes entirely too much pot or he has dived down a rabbit hole that I don't want to go down. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's, when, I, when I say red flag, it's like, I mean, there are
1: racists and then there are flat earther racists. <laughs> it's like
0: you're double stupid, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know either. and I don't really... I choose not to put too much thought into it it's like honestly like, so this whole this whole picture
1: of this conversation with this guy you had is starting to make sense to me about why you were like why he got so easily upset and why you were yeah. just very put off by him initially, yeah um but yeah, I don't know these kinds of for lack of a better word, I guess archetypes is this type of person yeah they're becoming more uh common i agree and i agree and there seems to be this pressure this is the social pressure to like hear them out then you gotta listen to them because that makes you a person who's open and listens
0: to people it's like yeah Yeah. some things i don't think i have to be open to really (laughs) you know and and i wish i had that thought because all in all (laughs) I think that the conversation was especially... You're, especially you're, you're a good
1: man. That's what it comes down. You're, yeah.
0: you're too nice. Especially the conversation about the Roseanne Barr thing was a 90-minute waste of time. Uh, it might have been a little entertaining, but it was kind of a waste of time. There, There was no resolution. There was no... We didn't come to argument.
1: Just sucked. It just
0: sucked. We didn't come to any kind of common ground. There was it was just going in circles and circles and circles, and it was just going to a point where it was just people were getting frustrated and yeah. So, um, but one thing I was talking about you before, my wife got upset because I smoked weed and it was on Facebook Facebook Live, Uh and I talked to my dad and he criticized me as well and uh as a as somebody that yeah where, where where what is that where does that
1: even i mean why why were they upset though uh because they're both fundamentally
0: why were they upset because they're both a lot more conservative than I am, and in my mind, like I didn't even think about the negative in my mind, I wasn't even thinking on a negative plane as far as like because I'm very I, I I smoke weed. It, it helps. It helps with a lot of things. It helps mm. with anxiety. It helps with a lot of things that I go through. But yeah. I don't, I mean I'm not like a I don't smoke like wake, and bake, wake up and smoke and smoke all day or nothing like that. I smoke yeah. casually. Yeah. You
1: know. Just wait till after breakfast, right? Yeah, a little bit after. breakfast. <laughs> I'm just, I'm
0: kidding. Yeah. So, and I and I don't feel ashamed about that, but I guess some people I, my wife and Father made me aware that some people still have a negative outlook on marijuana. and that's just something I wasn't even thinking of in, in that moment. You
1: think it has to do with you think there are are other dynamics playing into their getting upset. Um, I mean, you you say conservative, which is a very broad umbrella, yeah, and can include many different. Things, yeah, like you know, um, your 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 dad is conservative. He comes from a very old school background, yeah. Um, which you know is n- neither here nor there. It just is what it is. But um, do you think that there is um, a something behind that conservatism? You know, perhaps. Being a black man, um, you know, in this society where there seems to be this double standard at times with what black people can do and what white people can do. I mean, this reminds me of what happened with, this is like a couple years ago. If you remember the Napa Valley train incident, Mm -hmm. for those of you who don't know. Basically, there was a, a a group of women who belonged to a book club, and they were celebrating their anniversary um, by oh taking the Napa Valley train. I remember this. And um, they happened to be black. Yeah. And, you know, they were having a good time, I guess, on this train. They were laughing. And... They were having some wine, I believe. They sell wine on the train. Yeah, you know, makes sense. It sounds nice. You're gonna go through the Napa Valley,
0: right?
1: Um, but basically, this this one young employee waitress told them to get off the train and got them off the train.
0: Yeah, because they were enjoying themselves.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. Like for
0: that Why person, would you?
1: Why would you? Like, why would you do that? And, It's almost like uh, from what I heard about the reports, it wasn't any kind of insane laughter. These are like retired little ladies, man. They're like 70, 80 years old talking about what they have read, talking about books, talking about literature.
0: Right.
1: You know? Um, And but basically, yeah, there was like, it seems like this waitress is, she was white, she had this like, knee-jerk reaction, like, yeah. kind of uh, just didn't even care what, who it was, you know, what they were laughing about, what the circumstances of their celebration were. Um, I mean, this is, this, it, it just seems so
0: well, yeah, long that, in every
1: way to me. these 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 women have been through life. You got this one young little girl. What does she know really about uh, like, what has she been through? She's gonna tell these ladies like, what to laugh
0: at, like right. what to
1: have a good time over. Well,
0: this stuff, especially is still- if it was
1: literature that they this were this laughing stuff over, is still
0: happening. I mean, we have, uh, like, uh, as you have seen, like, all the people that have been calling the police on black people for barbecuing, for trying to use a coupon. For, I mean, what what was the, oh, selling water. That was ridiculous, the whole
1: barbecue thing. Like, yeah. I'm going to film it. If you're so scared, run away. Right. Stop filming if you're so scared. There, like
0: There's definitely a bigot, we, we have a, a culture of bigotry in this country. And a lot of people want to ignore it and act like it's it doesn't exist. And uh, I don't even know what to do with it as because what I'm hearing from people over and over again is, well, if you don't focus on it, then then uh, then you won't have to, you know, it won't bother you, or you won't have to, it won't it won't ruin your day, or. But what people don't understand is sometimes sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes you're not focusing on it. Sometimes this is just. Our country that, you know, that we have to, you know, so, and I, and, and, and and I, I feel like people don't want to, especially people that are are white, don't want to accept that. Mm -hmm. They don't want to accept that. Oh, you know, well, if you got pulled over by police and then, he shot you, you must have been drawing that energy to you or, you know, like <laughs> that's literally what this, this comic said. Like, like yeah. if, if, if you, if you got racially profiled, you were, you were drawing that energy to you. <laughs> right. You know? How that's, would you... <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, that's, that's the conversation that I had with him. Yeah. Like this, this is, and it was just like, what, what, what do I, I don't even know what to say to that. That's just like the, most that's always like the go to
1: yeah. kind of response
0: yeah.
1: from people who I think have just drawn a very hard line.
0: Yeah. So when when it comes to my dad like being conservative about seeing me smoking weed on Facebook Live, I understand because he understands this country and he understands how tough it is for black men in this country. And we are we have to be held to a higher standard because we will get away with less, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. that's just the reality. You know, we have in order for us to, and in order for, for instance, in order for those two black men to not get the cops called on them for sitting there Mm -hmm. and uh, sitting at Starbucks, they had to be dressed head to toe in business outfits Mm -hmm. and business suits. Yeah. They had to have their hair nice, and, nice and cut and neat. Yeah. They had to have, you know, uh, maybe even a name tag yeah. that shows that they're maybe on a lunch break. Yeah, you know, they had to they had to go beyond for the call of duty to show that they weren't a threat. Yeah, in order for people to take them not as a threat, because if we walk around casually, like other like white people can walk around casually If yeah. we walk around casually we are a threat mm-hmm. because we are black and yeah. that's that's the reality of it yeah. that's the reality of the situation yeah so um do you talk about these things with your wife
1: like cuz you were saying you know um white people just don't understand yeah um and she's white
0: i don't i don't think all white people don't understand i think uh i think uh there are some white people I do understand. Um, what does your wife think? Like, do you have these kind of conversations with her? Uh, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, my wife is. She's, well, I guess maybe she, they- she. She she is someone that grew up out of this country. She's her her parents are from British. Uh, my, her her dad's British. Her her mom's Australian. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that she doesn't under that she doesn't understand about the American experience because she didn't grow up in it and she's still trying to process it. And I'm still trying to help her process it. And there is times where conversations can get frustrated. Right. And, but you know, we're, we're still, yeah, we, we, we do talk about it, but not often. Yeah. Not often.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: that I guess that, that's kind of an interesting
1: situation to be in mm-hmm. for you because you have a son who's obviously half of her and half of you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think um, that's sometimes difficult? Like you have to really be sensitive because you don't want to create some kind of mixed message. You don't want to give him any kind of conflicting... Feelings about himself, or
0: uh, no, I I do not um, hold back when it comes to my son because I went through things go, growing up in Tacoma, Washington that I refuse to allow him go to go through. I I was grown. I grew up around all white people. I experienced racism at a very young age. I was picked on. I was. Um, the whole nine swastikas drawn on my desk and locker oh, beat shoot. up. I Are you mean, serious? yeah, yeah, wow. no, yeah, um, all happened at a very young age, and I refused to allow my son to go through that. But it, it came from both sides. I mean, I, I was picked on not only by white people; I was picked on by black black kids too. Why would you know? Black just people being, pick on you? being fair skinned and. Being light skinned and just not not fitting in, I, I didn't fit in with anybody, and that 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 was my that was my reality. So those so I'm very that's why that's one of the reasons why my son is homeschooled now because I'm very protective. I, I I don't want him to experience his childhood the way I experienced mine. So I am very vocal about the things that I am dealing with and I don't hold back. So your your
1: experience with racism is different from someone who has experienced racism in LA.
0: Yeah. I believe so.
1: And even amongst Black people.
0: Yeah, I believe so.
1: Like the way that someone might talk about it, who's Black and you're Black too or seen as Black they would have a different experience because LA is a completely different culture than Tacoma.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally different. I like it a lot more, to be honest. I, I I love LA. I don't see. I couldn't see myself going back to uh, Tacoma, Washington or Seattle. Not that I don't like Tacoma, Washington, or it's not that I'm saying like it's the most racist place I've ever been because it's not. I lived in Texas for a year. That was the most racist place I've ever been. But Tacoma has a very subtle way of being racist. Is that like
1: nor Northwestern American racism
0: or something? Yeah, it's very. You know, it sneaks up on you. You know, Uh it's like you're. (laughs) It's like, for instance, I'll, I'll tell you an example. Like, I had a group of friends in high school that were my tightest friends one of my good friends he would every now and then say these very racist jokes
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it was just like a very uncomfortable situation that I just had to deal with growing up as a kid he would say one of his one of his 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 go-to jokes mm-hmm. were uh I love black people one day I'm gonna buy me one yeah you know, like and that would get it that would that would get a kick out of everybody all of our friends when i was in uh you know uh middle school and high school he loved to say that joke because they would get a laugh from everybody and i had to deal with that growing up <laughs> that's pretty jacked. <laughs> you know and uh yeah it was just little, little shit like that and it's like as a man i was like man why did i fucking why did i put up with that shit yeah like why didn't i like ever like Cause it always bothered me. I never of thought course. it was funny, <laughs>
1: you know. <laughs> why would that be funny? Yeah,
0: and I was like, why did I fucking put up with that shit? Like, and it's a very uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, why do you think you put up with it? Because I wanted friends, you know. Oh
1: I, wow, I, that's yeah, interesting.
0: Yeah, I wanted to be liked. I wanted friends. I, you know, I I, I settled. I, I I compromised. Would other black kids laugh? Well, I I was I was born and raised in an all white area. So I didn't really have a lot of black friends until I got into high school. And Uh then, you know, I went to a magnet school and I had more black friends. Um, But like my neighborhood growing up, I was the only black kid in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. My middle school, one of the few only black kids in my middle school. You know, it wasn't until high school that I started getting black friends to hang out around uh, more black friends. It was
1: all white until then. Would you consider yourself, because you were talking about your dad being a very conservative, military guy, and you grew up in a very white society. I mean, would you consider yourself more conservative than liberal? Or no. perhaps more white culture than black culture? No. Just by virtue of being, having been raised in that environment?
0: Nope. No, I wouldn't say that about myself, but other people might say that about me. <laughs>
1: oh, really? Yeah,
0: I, I'm sure. But no, nah, I'm definitely not conservative. I mean, like I said, I, I don't have a problem with telling everybody that I smoke weed and even smoking weed. But uh, I understand why people would be like, that's not the best thing to do.
1: I wouldn't um, consider smoking weed making you... Like this diehard liberal, yeah. You know, I know a lot of conservative people who well, smoke not, weed.
0: Not not even that. Like when, like when it comes to you know, a card carrying
1: Republicans who smoke weed, and even more so now because it's legal, right?
0: Yeah, when it comes to a lot of things, I'm definitely. I, I mean, I definitely don't want to call myself a liberal. Uh-huh. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> but I, I'm definitely less. I'm I'm very a relaxed person on a lot of things, you know.
1: Labels just suck in
0: general, right? Gay, lesbian, religion, god, universe, all that. I'm very, you know, I don't I don't play the conservative uh bible thumper. Uh that's not me. And and I was raised Christian. Mm-hmm. Um and I I've been in a, you know, a Baptist church for a lot of my life and it wasn't till I started to really process things for myself to realize like i I don't belong in this group of people mm-hmm. and i I still don't feel like I do see that's where I think the
1: anxiety and the the you know this crisis of whatever identity comes from is like we feel like we have to somehow put ourselves in some box because society is trying to put us in some kind of a box and yeah. until they can, they don't know how to deal with us right. or how to talk to us or have a conversation. Yeah. So we feel this pressure to somehow like, well, I gotta, I gotta, you know, be this kind of person or that kind of person when that's what causes the stress in the first place. I agree. You know, I agree. I think that's where a lot of this recent conversation between like the left and the right, the all-right and you know, your like progressive almost you know, socialist left, the these, these kinds of conversations come from as is, is people are are wanting to be who they are without being labeled at the same time. They want to hold a certain view without being Uh, perceived negatively well no matter how far out or like seemingly um, just old the views are you know
0: and also I find that now because everything is so extreme you can't if you have one view about something now that throws you in the box, right? Then it follows yeah. that you, you know, must. also I mean, also even go, you even go to so-and-so. you even go to Facebook. You know, they label you as a conservative or a Republican or or, or a liberal, like Facebook yeah. does this, yeah, based on what you post, yeah. And there's a you like go into your settings and you you could see like it it has Facebook has marked you as what it thinks you are, yeah, and just based on what you're talking about on your feet. People do. Yeah. And that's, that's really how society is right now. Yeah. No, if I talk to a Republican friend, they think that I'm liberal.
1: If I talk to a liberal friend, they think that I'm conservative. Right. It's like, okay, I guess you're just going to perceive me (laughs) from where you stand. Like whatever. I,
0: I, I, have never called myself any of those things. I've never called myself a Democrat, a liberal, a conservative. Right. I've, I've never gotten into politics that extreme where i am going to say like i am this but because everything is so in your face now and our politics are so crazy Mm
1: -hmm.
0: people are talking about it more and we're kind of forced to talk about it because like we were in a place like in the 90s going to the 2000s where a lot of people were like oh racism is over you know, like, yeah. <laughs> like this is America. Racism yeah. is over. And now we're like, oh, wait, no, no. It's never. I mean, of course, you and I know, you being Korean American, me being a black American, we've known that it's never been over. Yeah. But a lot of people have, like, loved to say that, especially in the 90s and, like, early 2000s, yeah. that it was over, yeah. right? Yeah. And, you know, now it's like, nope, it no, never was, no. you know?
1: It just manifests in different ways. Maybe more subtle and sometimes not so subtle at all, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, I try not to even watch the news anymore or read much of the news. I mean, I'll, I'll read the headlines, but I don't read as much as I used to just because
0: Well, it, it's
1: all just so are slanted. They, are they talking
0: about anything important other than what? trump is doing no why, it's, like, it's all clickbait i mean what trump, are, trump is a reality tv star so we're really seeing a reality reality tv star doing reality tv star things on the world stage like let's just talk about this whole putin trump bromance that that we just happened where now he's saying he misspoke like dude you were like foot massaging this guy in <laughs> front of us. <laughs> we all watched it. We all heard you. Yeah. You know, and it was like, because, and he, and he honestly, he kind of has a pass because yeah. he's Donald Trump. He is a ridiculous human being. So he kind of has a pass to be a ridiculous human being in different places. Yeah. And we elected this ridiculous human being. So yeah. he has that pass, yeah. which makes it exactly what it is. A reality TV star, mm-hmm running our country. Like when you think about Ronald Reagan, him be like him being an actor turn president. Um he he dropped his actor thing. Yeah. He became the president of the United States. Yeah. I don't feel like
1: oh he I, no he he understands the entertainment. Yeah. And that's what he is fundamentally, I think, is an yeah. entertainer. He's an
0: entertainer. That's yeah a, that's what he's that's, always has been, been
1: his MO to climbing this Power structure. Yeah. You know, and it's, it served him well. It got him in the White House.
0: It sure did.
1: Right. It's interesting. With that whole Russian thing, I just don't see much consistency with views. Like, you know, um, for some reason, Republicans, you know, this was the 80s or the 90s, even the 2000s, they would have lambasted a... Democratic leader for doing something similar. Right. Um, if, say, You're Reagan had started state talking state to state Republicans, state. or to to uh, the Russians in the 80s, mm-hmm. that would not have gone down well. Right. If Obama did that, that would not have gone down well. And yet here they are doing it. But then I see the same thing on the left. It's like, well, when Donald Trump was meeting up with Kim Jong-un in Singapore, I didn't hear much outrage at all. Right. It was like, oh, look, you know, that's a very peaceful. Right. I, g- I give him credit. I right, give him right. credit for, you know, talking <laughs> to this guy. It's like, what the frick are you talking about? You in- are you insane? This guy is worse than Hitler, dude. If you look at how many people he's killed over time. Like Kim Jong-un. Yeah, his his yeah. family, his family's regime, his dad, his granddad, um, they've done much worse. Yeah. And yet, you see, like, this this, like, you know, this applause, you know, this praise for 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 Trump. Oh, okay, I'll I'll, I'll give him a, uh, you know, a sticker for that one. Right? <laughs> it's like, dude, you guys are interesting.
0: And weren't you in Korea during that time? When <laughs> yeah,
1: I was. The left in Korea is doing the same thing. It's like no sensitivity to North Korean refugees. no no, no sensitivity to people who are um, being sent to gulags in North Korea right. for having a opinion that even Minutely um, strays from the the fascist party line
0: yeah.
1: of North Korea, right? Yeah. But it's it's just it's all it's all politics, man. It's it's yeah. all such bullcrap, that, and that's why I don't read the news anymore. It's Are you like, allowed
0: to talk about your documentary?
1: <laughs> um, I can talk about it a little bit. Yeah, it's I just shot yeah. this documentary on the impeachment of former President Park geun Hay, yeah. the first female president. Of South Korea,
0: yeah.
1: Um, it's been interesting.
0: Yeah, um, I, I bet.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think my my calls are starting to get screened
0: now. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah,
1: no, for real. I mean, I kind of joked about it with friends before I signed on to this, and now um, it seems that <laughs> this might actually be happening. <laughs> Um, oh
0: man!
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it was, this was two days ago, right? Yeah. I called up the producer because we we've pretty much finished the final cut, and this weird thing happened. Like, I called him, and then we were able to talk for a little while until we got disconnected. Right, and then I called him back right away, of course, um, and. It started to ring, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, I hear these clicking
0: sounds. Mm-hmm.
1: It was kind of strange. Like, um, oh, you know, maybe it's just
0: static or something. But you don't hear that when you call me.
1: No. Yeah. That's crazy. But I heard these clicking sounds, and then um, it was just silent. There was The ringing just stopped for, like, a good at least one minute.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm going, okay, what's happening? And then it started ringing again. Yeah. And then he picked up. He says, hello. I say, hello. Click. Disconnect again. It was really strange. So I'm going, hmm. Well, he's maybe he's driving. Yeah. So I tried calling him again.
0: Yeah.
1: Same thing. Yeah. Strange clicking sounds during the ringing. All of a sudden, the ringing stops for at least a minute. Yeah. And then inexplicably it starts ringing again and then he picks up I say hello he says hello and then it it disconnects us again so I'm going hmm this is really strange like what's happening in this one minute where I'm not hearing any ringing it seems to me like the call is getting filtered to somebody mm-hmm. who can control whether this call gets you know, disconnected, connected, or even recorded Mm -hmm. and has this power to do so. And that's maybe what was happening because right after that, I called you, remember, just to Mm -hmm. see if this is happening with other people, called my girlfriend, nothing, fine, just with him. I mean, he had told me he was being tracked. Oh, wow. But I wasn't sure sure. what that meant.
0: So he kind of has already been aware. Yeah. Of what's... Yeah.
1: Basically... Um, what I think is that this, people don't want this story to be told Mm -hmm. basically because, um, and it's, there's tons of evidence on the media in Korea, which, uh, there's one particular media company in particular, uh, I'll just say they're very left leaning, Mm -hmm. which is fine. Just tell the truth, but they actually fabricated reports. Um, fabricated evidence in order to impeach Park mm-hmm. People say, "Well, this is the left wing. they the, you know, why, why would why would they do that? You know, they, well, it's because she's a member of the conservative party. They don't care, um, really. All, all they care about is, you know, their party holding power in the Blue House." At a basic level, right? Um, So they don't want this story to be told because, you know, it'd make them look very bad. Right. I think that's what all kind of payback or backlash or, you know, um, revenge comes down to is someone made you look bad. Right. So you are exacting revenge by. Um, you know, whatever it is in this case it, it's impeachment mm-hmm. um but now she's in prison, oh, wow. and okay. she has been being interrogated like four times a week, eight to ten hours a day.
0: Damn. They're
1: not um giving her any medical attention you know she's she's she her her condition's getting worse, right
0: yeah
1: um that's what's happening. And yet they want her to beg them to send her to the hospital. They want her, they want to break her down, yeah. her identity as a person, as a leader, as an intelligent uh, global leader
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, by making her beg, you know, like, hey, I'm not feeling good. I need to see a doctor. Unless she does that, they're not going to. Uh, give her any of this attention, this medical attention. She's, she, you know, she, she's a very strong woman. She's got pride as a person. She's very, um, strong willed. Yeah. She's not going to just become this weak woman for them. Yeah. You know, that's what they want. Um, I'm just saying that because they're going to say, no, no, no. She never asked us. She never asked us for, for medical attention. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know that's not what it's about. You're trying to break the person's identity. Yeah. You know. Um, but that's basically what's happening.
0: Well, I'm I'm excited to like see a documentary. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. This is a total different world than you know I even concern myself with, my brain with, you know, because yeah. I'm not even aware yeah. of what's going on in Korea and the politics and all that yeah
1: man fake news it's happening everywhere yeah it has to be right right well what because they're asians they don't uh believe in fake news or <laughs> what yeah. you know fake news is human nature yeah. we like to tell stories and we like to make up stories yeah. what's the saying uh don't let facts get in the way of a good story exactly. that's that's human nature i
0: mean that i mean Trump might be the worst president, but he's the most popular. We love to talk about him. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Do we we ever? Yeah, he's the most entertaining president we've ever had. Yeah, and and the media,
1: quote unquote, hates him, right? Oh, they love him. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. They love talking about him.
0: Yeah. I can't
1: wait. Really, we don't something. like him and all the money he's bringing us
0: through sponsors oh, and man. eyeballs. Really, See, CNN has never been better. Right? <laughs> <laughs> business is booming, bro, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like never before. <laughs> you, know? you better believe that. Yeah, the business is booming. Yeah, so yeah, Maybe it's just yeah. killing it. Dude, that's very. When when is the documentary going to be out?
1: Um, well, I'm not sure. Right now, it's just meant for the UN. Oh, okay. you know members of congress because they don't really know what's happening oh. they just hear you know media reports like everyone else they don't have the time or the wherewithal to like look into things you know right. so that's that's what this is for um it was interesting it was really interesting we'll yeah. see what happens
0: yeah that's very interesting
1: i didn't know what was going on you know all i heard was what happened in the news and Oh, yeah. Well, she must be corrupt. You know, she must have done something wrong. You know? Yeah. I was guilty of my own whatever unconscious bias. I'm glad to have um, looked into things. Yeah. Which needs to happen more with all the fake news that's happening. Right. Long term investigation is dying. There's hardly any of it anymore. There's no such thing that really is reporting anymore. It's all just uh, cheerleading, opinionating, if that's a word opining I guess is more correct but whatever everyone's making up their own words now so I'll give myself that one yeah Um, sounds more sophisticated doesn't it opinionating
0: right Um,
1: yeah
0: yeah man well well congratulations on finishing that
1: thank you sir I appreciate (laughs)
0: that I don't know if I'll ever see it (laughs) <laughs> or if I want to see, I, it I'll show you. A I don't. I don't my need record. my phone tapped, uh, but they listening to us, anyways, man. They, I, 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 <laughs> they're, I, they're all listening. I've kind of figured we've been getting spied on for a while. Yeah, I kinda, probably. I found my peace with it. You uh-huh. know, I think a <laughs> lot of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, if you if you keep Facebook, if ever ever since the Cambridge thing happened, uh-huh. if you kept Facebook on your phone, mm-hmm. you must have, yeah. Uh, Found your piece with it, like, okay, yeah. they're gonna spy on us, fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I think most of us have found pieces with it, yeah. whether consciously or
0: unconsciously. Because
1: yeah. all my friends still got their Facebook. Ads. Exactly.
0: Every laptop, they have a camera. Yeah. You know, you know they could tap into that camera whenever they want. Yeah. You know, it's it's I think we have most per- people have definitely found their peace with it. And, and you about. better and because not, it's going to happen anyway. And I'm not going to be ignorant and say that I haven't. I have. Yeah, <laughs> I You're I'm one step able. ahead. Yeah. Bro. yeah, Just kind of keeps you on point. It's like you're living your own little reality show. Yeah, You know, they're yeah. taping you all the time. It's yeah. like, you could, you know, do something funny so you can amuse whoever's in that office, looking at your life. You know, that's interesting. You say that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you
1: think deep down, Inside everyone, we kind of want to have our own little reality show. I've always felt like I was on my own little reality show. So, so it's like <laughs> makes life involved. more interesting, right? Yeah, it does.
0: Worthy lead role in our own reality series. Yeah. yeah, it does. It does. All right, man. We hit a we we hit an hour. Cool. Yeah, I like it. Thank you for coming on and talking to me. And
1: thank you for having me.
0: talking about the uh documentary. I think that's very crazy that you're getting spied on but also (laughs) very interesting yeah um and yeah johnny kwan everyone (laughs) all right till next time peace